Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to it like Dan Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I am your host and guy who forgets to hit record, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is Scotty Bentley, uh, also host at Locked On Tigers, as well as the other host here at Locked On Red Wings. And Scotty, one hell of a weekend, man. Just it, hell of a weekend, of baby. Just a hell of a weekend. Of yeah, no, I'd prob- probably, I, I would say comfortably, but I, I don't want to get exposed for being wrong, but I, I think it's probably the best single weekend of my adult fandom life across the Detroit teams that I root for. Michigan, Big Ten champs, absolutely put it to Iowa. The Big Ten West is an absolute joke and continues to be. Michigan in the college football playoff. Uh, the Wings won. Beauty of a game. Hell yeah. And, and – the Detroit Lions won a football game. Nuff said, baby. They acted like they won the Super Bowl as they should. It as was an absolute electric factory. Uh, Jared Goff, two-minute drill masterclass. I, I was a, I was a problem on Twitter. It was, <laughs> it, it, it was. I, I acted like we won the Super Bowl because again, as they should. No winless season. And the cool part is. We, we can win a game and still lock up 1-1. Oh, it's yeah. It's just a beauty, man. All it's the an other, absolute, absolute beauty. All the other bad teams I, I mean, have like three truly. wins. Yeah, exactly. It just, oh, it was such a fun weekend, man. It, it, it really was. I, I was. I was grinning ear to ear all day. It was, oh, what, what a fantastic weekend for, uh, for the city of Detroit in, in terms of sports fandom. It was it was fantastic, and yeah, I mean, like I said, like I I think I my adult life started in 2016. I can't think of a a one weekend that comes anywhere close to this weekend in terms of uh, in in terms of my my adult life fandom career. <laughs> fandom career, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had I was thinking about this all yesterday after it happened, but I'm like. What's the bigger weekend for Michigan fans? Beating your rival Ohio State finally or winning the title game and clinching a spot in the football playoff? What is more satisfying? Like I you know, I'm a casual college football fan. I root for Michigan when it's happening. Like you don't want to hear this, Scotty, I know, but like I went to Oakland University, man. We didn't hey, have a, bro, join the I didn't go to Michigan. Join the bandwagon. Let's go. I'm on the dropout. We ball. Let's let's ride. So like in, in your personal your professional fandom opinion. <laughs> what what's the bigger win beating the rival Ohio state or winning the big 10 and going to college football playoff Ohio state comfortably. I, I kind of knew that was going to happen comfortably Ohio state it like I I am beyond thrilled that they have finally won the big 10 but the reason that it's been since 2004 that that we that our last big 10 championship was was because we could not beat Ohio State, right? Like that's that is literally the reason. You know, playing them in the last week of the season, 
uh, and, and losing to them every single year, they, they always made it over us. And uh, it, 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 oh man, just that, that, that night was just phenomenal. But uh, one thing leads to another. We, we beat Ohio State. We finally beat OSU. And that leads us to uh, Georgia to, to win the Big Ten championship. And that leads us to Georgia, baby. We ball. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Red Wings played this weekend. We are locked on Red Wings after all. And uh, they played on Saturday night. And they also got a win to extend their winning streak to five games. Extend the Islanders' losing streak to ten games, and Scotty, this was a this was a game we we were really hard on, despite the fact that the Islanders were bad, because of the fact that we said teams that win win these games. You know, they dominate these games. They didn't really dominate the game, but they got the win. They squeaked out of there with an overtime victory. You can't let the nine loss in a row Islanders come in and snap your losing streak at home, especially after two or three days off with Nadalkovic and not. They came out and they extended that win streak. And while it wasn't the cleanest game in the world, and like there, there are some things that were great and some things we we can critique, like we always do. In the end, they got the they got the W, and now they have another home game on Tuesday against Nashville to continue this this winning streak. Like they got an above five hundred record, and for the first time all season, they have a winning percentage where the teams below them don't have a higher win percentage. It was a beauty. It, it was the ugliest beauty uh, <laughs> that we we've seen. It was definitely, like you said, not a not a, a, a poster child of a game. But I'll be damned. It was it was a uh, it was a really fun victory, and everybody gets all riled up with with overtime victories and and just getting a win in there. Like 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 you said, and like we said last week, that's a game that winning teams win, and. Uh, they won, baby, and that's all that matters. They won when uh, I, I think the real testament to a a winning team, and, and actually Jared Goff and, and Dan Campbell said, said this in their postgame Uh-oh. presser, but uh, one of the big things that winning teams do is even when they make mistakes and players have off nights, they're still able to get victories. Yeah. When you don't play, being able to win without being perfect is a a huge testament to a, a winning team in any sport. And there there were some bads, there were some lows. Ned was not he, he wasn't horrible by any stretch, but he was definitely not uh, the the Ned that we've seen the last what three, four, five weeks now. Um, and and they were able to to. I don't overcome almost even seems too harsh, but they were able to to still get a win without him on his a game. Uh, there were a couple of defensive lapses, but scoring depth wins. We've been talking about it forever. Score depth wins games, and they got some goals from some unlikely heroes, and it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, and so I, I want to go circle back to the Delkovic thing you said because. He didn't have his best game. And, you know, not everyone's going to have the, an amazing game every single time out. And Nadalkovich has played out of his mind the, the, that four, during that four-consecutive start streak. This game, he let up three goals on 23 shots but for only a save percentage of 870. Not a great performance by him, especially from a team that didn't shoot a lot of pucks at him. But that's the, the point you made, Scotty, about the fact that despite all of that, 
the team was able to put up points from the depth pieces, I think goes a long way to um, give confidence to the rest of this team, especially as, you know, Gagne had that amazing, like, goal from the goal line, banked it off Sorokin. Smith had a beauty of a rocket. And then you also had Phil Peronic had a goal. I mean, guys that aren't typically scoring goals for you stepped up big because your top line was silent. Now, Nedeljkovic didn't have his best game. Like you said, like the good teams find ways to get wins even when they're not playing their best. Granted, the Islanders are down bad right now, but that's even more of a reason why you need to beat that team. You need to beat that team any way possible, and they did. And so I overall, despite the glaring weaknesses and critiques that this team had during that game, I'm overall very pleased with how they performed because they came out, they extended their win streak to five games, and, you know, they... I mean, they got the W. That's what it comes down to. They got there in the win column again. It's all that matters at the end of the day. I mean, you can uh, the the team stats on the season. There's a, there was a lot of people today that were uh, talking about you know how they're bottom ten and and goals for and goals against, but somehow keep winning games. And and yeah, we do. We ball. I like. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, but no, th- this team plays with. In, and I know this this is kind of like a like an old school thing to say and and you know the newer age analytical people like myself usually laugh at comments like this but but the team plays with heart man the, the like I'll, I'll, the, the team plays tough and they play tough to everybody and and that's that's a, a great thing and a bad thing but they they play tough to the really good teams, but they also play, play tough to to the bottom dwellers too, and it, it's just a matter of being able to take that next step now, and continue to play the good teams hard, while also finding a way to to not make the the teams that are bad such difficult games. But at, at this point in the development, I will gladly just take a win. A win is a win. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain at this stage in the Iser plan of of just coming out of there with a W. And it's just, and and we got to get to a break here. But like, it's just been so. And we we harp on and not harp. That's not the right word. But we we compliment it constantly and we rave about it. That's the word I'm looking for. We rave about it constantly, Scotty, about how just much promise this team continues to show. Like they're thirteen nine and three. If you had told me before the season started they would be in a playoff spot, 13-9-3 with a five-game winning streak, I would have told you you were insane. Because I didn't think this team, I thought they were going to take another, I thought they were going to take a small step forward this year. I thought it was going to be another, this has not been a small step forward from this team. This has been a large step forward. And I think, and I don't even know if Iserman anticipated them to be as good as they are at this point. Like, I don't think he anticipated Raymond to be game ready immediately. I don't think he, I think he knew Sider was NHL ready, but I didn't think he'd be 27 minutes a night like he was against the Islanders on Saturday. Like, the players that have come in have made such an immediate impact on the team. I think we're even ahead of schedule on the rebuild with how well this team is performing at this point. But I'm starting to go on and on and drone on and on. I know I have the ability to do that. So before I get back to droning on and on, I got to talk to you guys about Indeed. Want an all-star team? You need an all-star hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. 
Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent and the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Indeed assessments, you can reduce hiring time by 12%, according to Indeed data worldwide. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked on. Again, Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and condition apply. Need to hire? You need. Indeed. Also got to talk to you guys about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend login for the good stuff. I know personally, Scotty, I mooch all my streaming services from somebody else except for maybe Hulu. I think Netflix is my sister, oldest sister. Uh, Disney Plus is my other older sister because I got two older sisters. Fun fact for all those listening. Uh, HBO Max is my roommate. Like, DirecTV Stream just helps you get all that crap together in one place at the same time. It helps you get your TV together without the hassle. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content does vary by package. Oh, big hit. Adam Ernie just stood up Bovillier. And in comes Oliver Wallstrom because you can't put a good hit on in the National Hockey League anymore. I guess that was about as clean as you'll see. All right, Scotty, we kind of mentioned Nedeljkovic and his subpart performance. We're not going to be harsh on Nedeljkovic. He's been playing stellar. Um, but let's transition into then just talking more about the individual performances from that game against the Islanders. Who impressed us? Who not so much? I think we both have at least two players in mind, probably the same two players in mind, that really impressed us in that game on Saturday. And uh, I, I'll say my two, and I think you're going to agree, Giovanni Smith and Moritz Sider. Absolutely. So, I mean, like, you you knew I was coming with Giovanni. I knew you if, were if coming, you and to be fair. <laughs> if you weren't going to say it, you, you bet your ass I was going to say it. Giovanni, that's that's the dude. That's I, I love that man. I, I, <laughs> I cannot put into words how much I love Giovanni Smith. Um, easily my, my favorite player in the NHL right now. And I, I was so happy. That was a nice shot. That like let's let's not you know no no sugarcoat no beating around the I mean that was that was a a nice little wrister there he had in a transition to set up by by good defense in our zone as well it, I mean a fan and he still only got oh, what like eight minutes on the night uh, but he he t- took advantage of he had a plus three in eight minutes and I know that we Goal we talk, right and we talk about how. Uh, you know, plus minus isn't a isn't a great thing to look at for a game to game basis. But when your when your sample size is eight minutes and you have a plus three, something something's going right for you when you're on the ice. And yeah, goal and I mean two points again, two points in eight minutes, two pims too. But that's the Giovanni Smith experience. Like he, I, I mean, I, I was I was very very impressed. The the thing with him that I think is is so 
underlooked is I, I, I think he sees the ice really, really well. And like last year when he got called up in the, in, in the pandemic season, he, he made a couple of really nice passes as well. And sometimes I, I guess the decision-making can, can be haywire. Like he has a, he, you know, turnovers every once in a while, but he really does for, as a whole, see the ice a lot better than I think he gets credit for. And, uh, at, Go if, if he can if he can replicate that I mean replicating that on a night to night basis is obviously not going to happen but if he can just bring the the bottom six kind of uh, like enforcer like nobody's going to mess with anybody when he's on the ice as well as just being uh, continuing to set people up or or making good passes and and not committing too many turnovers that's a that's a, a a hell of a, a a bottom six player that that hope that he can kind of blossom into and, and take that role and run with it. Well, that's the one thing that you know you're going to get out of Giovanni Smith every single night is just hustle and heart. And mm-hmm. you know that doesn't go a long way on the score sheet, but it goes a long way in the locker room as well. That's the one place where you're, you're going to get the recognition, and we as fans recognize it. Like. I think the vast majority of Red Wings fans, despite him not showing up on the score sheet all that often, love Giovanni Smith. And it finally paid off for him last night, or Saturday rather, with that goal and the assist. And let's talk specifically about that goal. Because to defense, the goalie, they played that 100% right. There was a two-on-one coming down the ice. The, the player took the passing lane. The goalie came out to take the shot. That is precisely how you're supposed to set up in that situation. Giovanni Smith... With, I didn't even know he could shoot the puck like that. Absolute rocker, rocker, absolute rocket over the no, glove it was side. A rocker. The it was a rocker. Was rocking. It yeah. was a rocker. Like he just beat him clean with a beautiful shot. And it's like, dang, we need to get Smith into open space more often if he knows how to fire the puck like that. Like, and on top of that, Absolutely. again, he had an assist in that game. You know, it was a very impressive performance from him as well as the rest of the depth pieces on that team because. Nadalkovich didn't play well. Our top line didn't produce anything. It was a depth scoring game, and the depth scoring is what won us the game. Well, more Sider won us the game, but they got us to that point. <laughs> no, absolutely, and uh, and and like Gagne's goal was nice. I mean, that was a, that's a hell of an angle to score from, man, and and that's what happens when you get pucks deep. And we've talked about that. That's been the mindset of this team the entire season is just collapse the net, just get create mayhem. In front of the net, get it around back. Like that's the thing that Bert is so damn good at. Bertuzzi is so good at at just like a rocket, just straight line firing, just like a, a battling ram, just going straight at the net and, and making something happen. And and uh, yeah, they they got a puck deep, and Gagne was able to score from a, a hell of an angle there. The offense, I, I was I was very very, and you know they put up four. That's that's fairly obvious, but. I was incredibly impressed with uh, with the offense's ability to to create. I mean, thirty shots. They they created some chances. They took advantage. Got four goals with it. I, I was I was pretty pleased with the offense as a whole. Yeah, four goals with it. Uh, then four goals with it. Morris Sider had just maybe one of his best games yet. I mean, I I cannot with this man. I cannot with this guy. It's just unreal. He had twenty seven minutes and nineteen seconds on the ice as a rookie to lead the team. And, like, we're used at this point to Moritz Sider getting a lot of minutes. 
but 27 minutes is damn near, granted it went to overtime, but damn near half the game he spent on the ice, locking down the defensive end. And he had, of course, just, I mean, that that one-time rocket right over Sorkin's glove, in and out. I didn't even know if it was a goal or not. The only reason I knew was because he knew. Like, <laughs> it was... It, the, 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 and then, I mean, going into the grander scope of it, just the fact that time and time again, when, and I tweeted about it, how many games have the rookies literally, not like, I'm not using this like figuratively, how many games have the rookies literally won the Red Wings this year? I talked about in the last segment how this team took a giant step forward. That giant step forward is because these rookies have been such instant difference makers. It's either Lucas Raymond, Moritz Sider, Alex Nedeljkovic, every single freaking game. And it's just, this time it was Moritz Sider. Like, it's like every time it happens, you're like pumped up and you're thinking in the back of your mind, like, well, of course it was Moritz Sider. Because if it wasn't Sider, it was going to be Raymond. Like, it's always one of those two players. And if those two players aren't showing up, then Nedeljkovic, if I can say his name, is showing out in net. Like, I just, we always rave about these rookies, but deservedly so like how can we not when they continue to literally win us games how can we not when we're when we're i mean we're i i I don't want to go that far we we have currently the comfortably the top two rookies in the nhl Hmm. comfortably one and comfortably two and ned is is in the if you're counting him as rookie eligible, which he is, I mean, that's another probably, what, five, six range? Yeah. I, I mean, like the- un- unbelievable. I, and and that is, that is, as we've mentioned a million times, so important to the depth of the team as well. I mean, we're getting the coming into the season. No one was <laughs> expecting us to to have the depth that I we it. have because no one was expecting three of our rookies to be three of the best players on the damn team. And because they are, that has let the other signings and the other people we brought in and the other people that have just been here to play roles that are much more suited to their level as opposed to playing up. And they have, even though they are rookies and they are playing Top, all three of them playing top line minutes. Raymond is first line on the offense. Sider is leading the team in minutes defensively, night in and night out. And that is goalie 1A. Uh, that because they are so good and are playing top line minutes, all three of them, that has led for a, that has equaled a very solid veteran depth that this team I don't think expected coming into the season. No, and I know I, I definitely didn't, and I am so pleasantly surprised. But uh, we will get into, on the other side of this, kind of sneaking a peek at the Nashville Predators game on Tuesday as the Wings will tr- continue to try and build on this win streak, build their way up the standings. Uh, but first, got to talk to you guys about Built Bar, everyone's favorite this holiday season. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Of course, I'm talking about Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but incredibly high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Because it is the season of peace and love, do not bring up your favorite Bilt Bar flavor at family parties. 
People are so passionate about these flavors. They'll fight and ruin that peace and love. And things could get out of hand. Are you friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in these stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar in a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a built a bit of Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice and hel- uh, God, this. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Also got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered for all your seasons, props, odds, and lines, more so than ever before as football season and hockey season continue to march towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports actions this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Back to Suter. Flipped it deep. Carter, oh, scores! What a shot! Oh my Red God. Wings win it for the frame! He's done it again in overtime! Mo Sutter! All right, Scotty, it's time to preview the Tuesday matchup against the Predators, fourth in the uh, Central Division at Little Caesars Arena. And, Scotty, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I think we're going for the sixth uh, win in a row, mainly because... It's the Predators' turn to lose again. Looking at their recent games, and uh, they win, lose, win, lose, win, lose pretty consistently. Starting all the way back against the Canadiens earlier in the month, or I guess earlier last month, they have since lost to the Canadiens, won to the Ducks, lost to the Golden Knights, won to the Devils, lost to the Avalanche, won to the Blue Jackets, lost to the Bruins, then beat the Canadiens. Next up is the Detroit Red Wings. Next up on that pattern, a loss for the Predators, baby. Let's go. Red Wings win. Already guaranteed. Well, what do the kids say? We ball. <laughs> we absolutely ball, baby. <laughs> we ball, baby. That, that, that's like, what the kids are saying these days. That's the, only, that's, that's the preview segment, guys. Like they're, they're guaranteed a loss now. They won last time out. They're guaranteed. The, the pattern, the, the, it's like... It, it, it's a guarantee. It, it, it's a, it's, it's got to be. It absolutely has to be. The, the pattern will continue. And uh, I mean, the pre- look, as we've said a million times, this, this team pull, very much plays the competition. I don't and, get the Predators, though. I don't know what to expect from them. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that, the, the Preds the Preds don't. The, the, the Preds are all over the place. They the really Preds are. Have, they they have they have nights where they lose to bad teams and nights where they beat very good teams and and everything in between. So you have one just wildly inconsistent anything could happen team, and and then you have us who pretty much plays everybody they play close uh, outside of a few. <laughs> right? No, earlier in the season, obviously a few exceptions, but uh, it, it doesn't seem to they they have the ability to play to, to play a close. 
grit and grind brand of hockey with with anybody, no matter how good or bad you are. So we're gonna see, but but the pattern would lead you to believe that we're gonna ball. Well, like not to box score watch too much. Like I don't want to be like the guy who just reads off the stats, but they have they have a pretty potent offense as well as you know a stud defenseman in Roman Yossi. I mean, Granlin's got twenty six points in twenty four games. Duchesne had. Talk about Duchesne having finally, you know, having a bit of a resurgence in his career. 24 points in 24 games for him. Roman Yossi from the back end with 21 points in 24 games. That guy is just insane. I mean, like, they have, like, scoring, but it's very top-heavy. Like, they have five. Oh, man, this sounds like I'm talking about the Red Wings. They have, like, five, four or five guys who score a lot of goals and get a lot of points. After that, it really drops off. They have several guys on the roster who have three or fewer points. And then when I say several, I mean like 10 or 11. It's just it, the, the scoring depth is, just doesn't seem like it's really there for the National Predators. So if you can, God, it really feels like, a, is this a mirror match for the Detroit Red Wings? Is this a team like the Detroit Red Wings who has a very potent top line of forwards and a very clear one def- number one defenseman, but just like can't get it consistent enough? So... Maybe this is going to be a bit of a mirror match for the Red Wings. Is this is a team that's also fourth in the Central Division, like the Wings are fourth in the Atlantic Division. They're 13, 10, and 1. The Wings have 13, they're 13, 9, and 3, I think. Something like that, or along those lines. 13, 13, 9, and 2. I mean, so they are very close in almost every category. And of course, like I joked, I jokingly started the segment, like they're guaranteed a win because of the win loss. But I mean, you see Soros. <laughs> oh, we weren't joking. We we're serious. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You see Saros and Nets been playing great too. He's got a save percentage of 921. I mean, it's very much as I'm looking at this and I'm, you know, looking more into the performances they've had, it feels very much like a mirror match. Like you're basically playing, whereas the Red Wings are on the upswing, it feels like the Predators are on the downswing, but they're like meeting in the middle here in terms of the, the their team's uh, build at the moment. Like I feel like it's a mirror match. Yeah, as far as the, the roster construction and, and where the talent lies for sure. Um, but but you're you're failing to consider the pattern, the pattern, the pattern of guarantees the Red Wings a Detroit uh, a win. There's six straight wins. Absolutely no, and and I mean the the man. Do you remember the 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 run that that team went on? Yeah. What was that? 2017. It was one of the years the Penguins won the cup, and one of those back to back years. They swept yeah, they the were Blackhawks, and all Black Blackhawks fans were butthurt about it. They were the 16 seed. If you it as uh, in the playoffs and just made that crazy run, yeah, the the, the Penguins did win it. You're right. That uh, with uh oh with with what's his face in that, it was seventeen, um, I think. Yeah, it was 2017 because I think the, didn't they beat the Sharks the first year the Penguins? Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Sorry, now we're Who's in that. What's his name? Pecorine? Um, yes. Jeez, I could. Oh my God, Scotty. Scotty. Oh no, no, I know, I know. Big brain fart there. Tweet at Scotty um, and tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> I get plenty of those a day, bro. True. Uh, but he uh, just went odd mode there in the in the in the in the cup playoffs that year. And yeah, that was that. Was, I mean, I, I love that team. And then it pretty pretty quickly got off the bandwagon and was like, all right, I'm kind of tired of this now. And then you know, last year happened and we had to play the same teams a billion times. I was like, all right, I'm I'm kind of done with. So I'm kind of overplaying the Preds, but um, get a win. Get a, the pattern lives on, baby. No, and like looking back on it now, I mean, again, the circumstances are in your favor yet again. Like not ignoring the joking of the the, the pattern that they've got. Um, 
this is another situation where you're at home, you've had several days of rest, so have they, um, but you're on a hot streak. You want to just keep that ball rolling as long as you can, and eventually it will come to an end. I don't think the team's going to win out, but keep the ball rolling, especially when you dominate at home as much as you do, and the Red Wings fans have shown up and shown out as much as they have. Keep that ball rolling, and I have full confidence that I think they will, despite who's in net. I don't. I Honestly, I don't have a feel for who's going to be in net in this game, whether it's Grice or whether it's going to be... Um, Ned. Ned. Oh my God, I drew a blank. Everyone tell me. No, no, for sure. I, I was. That was actually going to be my next question: is who you thought, uh, who you thought was going to be in net? That's uh, that, that's that. I, I, I don't know because Ned wasn't that good, but you're getting a couple days off, so it, neither, neither one would surprise me. But regardless. This is still a very winnable game. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I, I'm pretty confident that they will do that. So, uh, anyways, any final thoughts, Scotty? Um, better enforcer. Brian Fisher or Giovanni Smith? Oh, are we bringing this up now? <laughs> that, that's my final thought. It's, it's a question. I, Probably Giovanni fa- Smith. I, it's, been on, it's been on my mind all day. I genuinely wondering your opinion. Uh, probably Giovanni Smith based on the outcome of the fight I got in. <laughs> I guess I have to talk about you know this what? now. You know what? Afterwards, though, afterwards, you just get up, we ball. <laughs> we ball. Uh, yeah, so I was defending my goalie in my beer league game. And, you know, I guess I don't need to tell you the whole story, but it ended up in me with into a fight with, like, the fourth guy in. Not even the guy I started with. The fourth guy came in and we got into a fight and uh, I got the crap beat out of me. I'm not going to lie, Scotty. <laughs> I got absolutely rocked, but I stood up for my goalie. I did my job, you know, like you can, Scotty can see it on the webcam, but I, I got quite a few uh, scratches on my forehead. I got a big old forehead, yeah. but I got quite a few marks on there. No black eye though. No missing teeth. We're, we're, we're cool. We're cool. What do we do? We ball. We ball. And baby. that is why Giovanni Smith is a better enforcer than I am because he does. He wouldn't lose that fight. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. My final thought is go blue. Go blue. Thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight. From, insight. Got to say that word right. <laughs> and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Uh, same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.